0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. This is the rapid-fire portion of my interview with Preston Tish. Enjoy.
1: Let's do it.
0: All right, let's do it. The first one, and this is the the most uh, involved one, let's say. What is money?
1: It's a unit of exchange.
0: I guess I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It, <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to hear what you are gonna say.
0: No, no, I, I mean, because usually I I I say that one and people are like, Oh, you you want me to do answer that quickly? That's such a huge question, but there you go, nice and concise. Uh if you had to explain Bitcoin to a 10-year-old, what would you say?
1: Holy moly. Um I would I would describe it like this. I would say, so I would first define with blockchain the, the new blockchain technology like what is that technology and the way I would describe it to a young kid is I would say you know on the internet you can you can copy a picture and then you can share that picture with as many people as you want but with blockchain technology if you give that picture to somebody else that digital picture that's the only thing that that person can like once you give it away you don't own it anymore you don't have possession of it anymore only that other person can Can take possession of that digital picture. So now all Bitcoin is, is instead of it being a picture, it's a unit, it's a number. And once you give that number or that unit to somebody else, they're the only other person that can possess it because of the blockchain technology that allows that to happen. So when you're dealing with money and you're dealing with Bitcoin in particular, um, the fact that we now have something that has a fixed baseline of units and now everybody's sharing those units in, in. and exchanging those units. Now you have a sound money that everybody can agree upon. That's, that would be my best try. At explaining I like it. it I like
0: way. it. Uh, how will you know if Bitcoin has failed? What will be the, the hallmark or the tells?
1: For me, it'd be a failure on the stock, the flow model to the downside.
0: What does Bitcoin's success look like to you?
1: Um, Basically what I, <laughs> I guess it's the inverse of that, which would be a failure of the stock, the flow model to the upside.
0: What's your, favorite or you know most go to uh learning resource for bitcoin.
1: Uh Jameson Loop has a resource page that has oh my gosh you you have to put it in your show notes. Um it's incredible. It. Yeah. It's incredible. I mean it's just you won't find a better resource than that.
0: Yeah. I think are you familiar with their GG's Bitcoin resources? No, I'm not. Oh man, you got to check it out. It is so I mean similarly deep. Um I think it's bitcoin-resources.com. What other, no, I'm going to skip that one. What piece of advice would you give to someone just entering the space?
1: I would tell you that you're going to lack conviction unless you actually understand what the heck's going on. You have to understand the technology. You got to understand the game theory. You got to understand the monetary background. You got to understand where we're at in the current debt cycle, the large debt cycle, small debt cycle. You got to understand all those things. And there's many more. You got to understand all the network effects. You got to understand all of these graduate level things that you could get a PhD for in every one of these little facets, right? Mm -hmm. You got to understand all those things to have conviction, to be a long-term holder with conviction. And I would argue that uh, the best traders out there, I I just don't know how they're going to be able to outperform somebody who just buys and literally holds due to the capital gains that they're going to be contending with. In a, in a uh, trading type style, uh, uh, strategy, right? Yeah. So I, I mean, I I, I look at the multiple over the two hundred day moving average. I use the the uh, stock the flow model to use my buying insertion points, and whenever I buy it, I just hold it. I don't I don't trade it at all. Like I just don't sell. I just keep buying.
0: Yeah. And a little side note because I I know your history of of selling the previous you know, top at 18 K briefly feeling regret and then being vindicated a few weeks later. Um, do you, do you think you will attempt to trade the next cycle top?
1: No way. In, no way. Cause, in hell.
0: Cause you never know when it's going to be the, the real rocket. Is that kind of the the thinking?
1: My, if I was going to put odds on how the next four year cycle plays out, I'm putting higher than a 50% odds at it going all the way and that the stock the flow model is gonna invalidate itself to the upside on the next four year cycle. I think wow. that's more, pro- I personally think that's more probable than not. Um, bullish as know, hell Preston. Yeah, I mean, in that, and I am, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty bullish on it. And, but most of my bullishness is actually more, like I said before, I'm that bearish on the bond market. Mm-hmm. Um, so that money has to go somewhere. And I I think that that's probably why I'm more bullish on Bitcoin than maybe other people, Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing I'm watching and, and no, I won't be selling that top, um, now if it goes up and well, I, I guess I just don't know how I could, how I could sell it because you always got the sovereign, you got the risk of a sovereign nation stepping in and bidding it and really kind of just. Invalidating the model to the upside, and I don't, I don't know that I'm ever going to be able to step away from that risk.
0: Yeah, can Bitcoin be stopped? If so, what is Bitcoin's biggest vulnerability? If not, why not?
1: I would say, t- I would say that a vulnerability is if, for some, for somehow you get, um, you know, all the nations kind of come together and they say, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna peg our currency, we're gonna go to an SDR, or we're gonna do like another Bretton Woods and they roll it out and uh, they're able to actually shape Wall Street and all the, all the, all the other major financial centers into, I, I just don't, I, I'm trying here, I'm, I'm reaching. I just think that the game theory on that is so slim, but I guess that would be your risk right. for, for Bitcoin specifically.
0: Yeah. What have you learned about yourself or how have you changed, if at all, as a result of learning about and interacting with Bitcoin?
1: I really don't know how to answer this. Uh, I, I think one of the things we talked about earlier on the show, as far as uh, just you have to be humble. You have to, you have to tell yourself, I could be very wrong about this, and I could be very wrong about it. We could all be very wrong about this, because mm-hmm. the, if there's one thing I've learned in financial markets, there's, there are times I've put on trades, and I'm just like, I am going to murder this. This is going to be massive, right? right right. And then I was just dead wrong. Yeah. And um, I've had that experience. I felt that pain. I felt those losses before. But and I'm not saying that's what's going to happen here. But I guess the thing that I've learned is even though I have a ton of conviction on Bitcoin and I've read so much and I've talked to so many people and I've tried to shoot as many holes as I possibly can through this argument. I think for me, the big learning point was you you really have to approach every conversation with respect for the other person. And you always have to understand why are they seeing it that way? Um, Because they've got a vantage point for a reason that all their life experiences have led them up to that point of view for a reason. And now it's up to you to try to extract and understand why they've had that point of view. And as long as they continue to make sound arguments, you need to, you need to listen to those people. Even if you might not agree with it, there might be something that you're missing and you have to have a respect for the potential that you're missing something. And Bitcoin is, it represents that in spades, in my personal opinion, for the community.
0: Yeah, totally agree. Ballpark estimate of Bitcoin's price in five years.
1: I mean, it, it really comes down to whether the hypothesis I have on the bond market is valid, so I'll give you two. I'd say if the um, if the price is um, if, if the bond market miraculously does not implode in this farce of you know, monetary policy and fiscal spending can stay afloat for another five years, which I think is not highly likely. I think the price is going to be right at the stock, the flow valuation of around a hundred thousand, call it 90 to a hundred thousand is where I think the price would be polarized. Mm -hmm. Um, and most of that would be because you've had so many difficulty adjustments that would, that would bring it into that orbit. Um, if I'm right about the, um, the bond market kind of blowing up. I think you're going to be at a million plus.
0: Right. All right, Preston, I'm getting you out of here on time. We got one minute left. This is the word association part. Hang in there. Let's get, let's get right into it. Democracy. Beautiful. The lightning network. Elegant. Government. (laughs)
1: I'll just laugh.
0: Human rights.
1: Human rights, uh, a must. Violence. Despicable. Trump. No comment. Ego. It is, is an enormous root of evil. FOMO. Don't do it. <laughs> Wealth. Uh, the definition is highly confused. Privacy. Uh, another must. Hate speech. Disgusting. Gold. Uh, I don't have much of an opinion on that. Guns. Same. No comment. Revolution. Uh, that can be a good one or a bad one.
0: Socialism.
1: (laughs) Uh, terrible. Family. The best thing ever. Inequality. Disgusting. Hell. Not going there. Liberty. Uh, something we need to, uh, protect. Energy. Energy uh so i i my immediate thought was uh like actual like energy like production like oil and all that kind of stuff but i i would rather talk energy of a person which is vital
0: and bitcoin brilliant Preston. we did one minute over my apologies um (laughs) real real quick did you want to real quick did you want to uh, direct people anywhere to some of your stuff before we sign off
1: yeah. So, um, if people want to, uh, hold on one second, I'm sorry, I'm getting ping- pinged for my next <laughs> meeting.
0: <laughs> we'll be done in two seconds.
1: Yeah. So, um, I just want to give a handoff. So I have a podcast It's called we study billionaires. Uh, we talk about finance. We don't talk about Bitcoin exclusively, like a lot of other podcasts. We talk, uh, pretty much any type of financial inter- instrument. We talk about all the billionaires and kind of their positions and, they made decisions and this and that um yeah so if you want to check out the podcast that'd be great i'm on twitter i'm very active on twitter it's just my first and last name which is preston and pysh Uh, i'd love to interact with you there and john i just want to thank you for bringing me on the show i thoroughly enjoyed this conversation i'm really impressed with your questions
0: well man i really enjoyed it too and i know we could chew up three four hours so uh we're gonna have to save that for a meet space uh, face to face someday but until that time, all the best. Uh, and yeah, can't wait to, to talk again in the future.
1: Absolutely. We got to do it again.
0: All right. See you, brother. Take care.
1: See ya. Thank you.